Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I am terrific. You know, it's a little chilly today. It is chilly, but the sun is out, which makes me happy. The sun is out. (laughs) The sun is out. And we know that just to the north of us, our neighbors like 15 miles away are getting hammered with lake effect snow. Yeah. Yes. But the sun is out. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's chilly, and I'm so I'm glad we're inside recording our podcast, and I'm not sitting outside because <laughs> that would be really cold. Mm-hmm. So, question I always ask you: So, when you got this post just this morning, mm-hmm. what was your first thought when you read the title "In Search of Excellence"? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no, I didn't have an immediate reaction to the title. Okay. Um, you know, those words don't surprise me when they come from you. Uh, but, you know, you opened with a line about how you know, we last week we talked about what you learned in 2021. We went over some of your notes from your reflection period um, and that, you know, we there was something that um, was brought up for you that we maybe didn't talk about in the podcast being the topic of excellence. Right. And it was so funny because I... You're right. I didn't notice that when we were talking last week, but I see it now. Yeah. And, and, and it was so, so I, I kind of launched into the topic of In Search of Excellence because of the book, you know, that, that Tom Peters and Robert Waterman wrote. And I mm-hmm. guess they released this back in the early 80s, like 82, I think. And they had studied 43 companies and identified eight key characteristics that made these companies excellent. Mm-hmm. And these companies spread the, the spectrum of, of types of businesses. And, and that was one of, like, when I was a young manager, it was like everybody wanted you to read In Search of Excellence. <laughs> you know, you read In Search of Excellence and you read The Goal by Eli Goldratt, which is about the theory of constraints. And so, and it was, and it was, it was like, that's what you're supposed to read. Mm-hmm. And as I was thinking about our podcast last week and the conversation that we had, you know, why would I reflect on a year and what were the changes that I was going to bring about in my life based on my reflections? And you had challenged me to take 10, a top 10 of all of those reflections or learnings and literally build them into a list that would be next to my, you know, like maybe on my vision board. And then we would follow up on how was I doing toward implementing some of those, those learnings or changes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, the reason you do that is really a search for excellence. Now, we touched a little bit on this in our conversation before we hit record, but I get the feeling sometimes that excellence, that it's misunderstood. Yes. Yeah. And, and you shared some really great thoughts. Do you remember what you were talking about where you said, you know, you think some people perceive excellence as... Well, I mean, I struggled to get my words out for quite some time, but I, I think that's why I'm throwing it back to you because <laughs> I think that sometimes we look at excellence as like unattainable or right. something that is um, almost like overly glamorized. Like it's not, mm. it's not for the everyday. Okay, good, yeah. And I, you know, I think that what you know, you're going to talk about and what you've realized and what, what we kind of decided is that, no, we're, you know, we're really talking about not necessarily like being the best, but 
doing our best and yes. and striving to be better all yes. the time, right? So yeah. that's why you did your reflection because right. 2021 was great. You were yeah. amazing in 2021. You did great things. You accomplished a lot. And you want to continue to do that and more in this next year. Right. Exactly. 20, you know, I, I, what I was looking at was, um, and, you know, even, even the, you know, our training revenues at MACME were exceptional based mm-hmm. on all of the, the, the unusual events that we had. It was, we exceeded expectation, you know, uh, and our fiscal year at work is, is July 1st to June 30. So, you know, we were, when I, my finishing my, my 2021 reflection, I'm looking at the first six months of our fiscal year mm-hmm. for work and it dramatically exceeded expectations and budgets and earnings. So, wow, it was a great year. But, and I had shared this last week as well, that my, my, um, my word for 2021 was reimagine and my word for 2022 is opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, and I think if you have a mindset of pursuing opportunity, it naturally goes hand in hand with pursuing excellence mm-hmm. and a search, a search for excellence, a search of excellence. And, and, and you, you said it so well that it's not attaining this very limited perfection kind of thing. It's just being better. Mm-hmm. And people, people kind of miss the boat on that. Where I think people, I think a lot of us think, and I've thought in the past, that excellence might be unattainable, so why try? Mm-hmm. When again, excellence isn't I'm better than somebody else. Excellence is tomorrow I'm going to be better than myself today. I'm going to learn and grow today so tomorrow I am better. And that truly is a search for personal excellence. So it's not hard. It just takes effort. And consistency. And consistency. So one of the things that I did was I, and and our listeners know, I love to find lists. Mm -hmm. So I found a list. They actually, the list was 11 key characteristics of personal excellence, but I felt that one of them really wasn't a key characteristic. It was just something they tagged on there. And I think 10 sounds better than 11 anyway. <laughs> so I tweaked the list. And so the three that I, that I picked up on, and I'm going to ask you to, to tell me, you know, what, you know, what were some of your favorites of the list of 10 and are some that you want me to go a little deeper on when I get done with the three. But the three that I picked was value excellence. And I think that's that's a key one because that's a that's a simple choice. Mm-hmm. Choose to value excellence. I have a sign on my office wall at work in 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 Dewitt that basically says "No shortcuts ever!" Exclamation point. Now I put that up there not because I have mastered it, but because quite frankly I haven't. And what I've discovered is that the place where I'm most likely to take my shortcuts are in things I'm good at. So we typically will take a shortcut in our gifted areas. Now, what that means is we don't value excellence because the place where I can, where I can truly be the best is in my gifted area. So I literally have to remind myself, don't mail in this class. Don't mail in this talk. You have to give everything you have to it. So that to me is just, I'm valuing it. Um, and and I, so I, I think it's, again, it's a choice. You have to choose. I want to choose to be the best 
husband I can be. I want to be- choose to be the best father I can be, the best grandfather I can be, the best friend I can be mm-hmm. to people. And I want to value that. Number two is don't settle for average. And and I love this one. And there's a lot of times I've talked about this, but you know, you don't go out if if you're going to go out for a special occasion, you don't go to an average restaurant. You know, I wouldn't say to Marissa, can you tell me is there an average restaurant? <laughs> because I'd like to take my wife out for our anniversary. I would say, and you and I, we've talked about restaurants mm-hmm. quite a bit. You know, we you know what we haven't talked about on the podcast much lately is food. We haven't. Do you realize that? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Our listeners who are foodies are really let down on that one. But but we've talked about restaurants. Yeah, we have. And we've, and we've gone to the same restaurants at different times. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think about um, when I look back at 2021, I had some excellent meals mm-hmm. at the Brewster Inn in Casanova. They were, the food was amazing. The service was amazing. The environment was amazing. And if I would have said to you, Marissa, where should I go for a really great meal? You would have said the Brewster Inn would be one of the choices, right? Because we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. So if we don't want average in our life, why would we be okay with being average? And sadly, the the greatest percentage of people are okay with being average. So what that, well, that's a good news and a bad news scenario. The good (laughs) news is if you want, if you want to be, Striving for excellence, you'll stand out wherever you are because so few people want to do it. And, and the example that I use here, too, is, you know, so people say, well, this is this is terrible. There's no way I can do that. Well, the difference between ordinary and extraordinary is that little word extra. If if you go to a restaurant and the food is good, but the service is exceptional, it now became an excellent. Mm-hmm. It was just a little extra. And then the third one is remain committed and focused on what really matters. So what is it that's important to me? And we talked last week about the fact that if we start getting waylaid by distractions, we've lost our focus and we aren't really believing in what really matters. Mm -hmm. So getting back to what really matters gets you focused. And now I can work on the things that are the most important to me. And that actually leads me to be living a life of excellence. Mm Mm-hmm. So, there were seven we didn't talk about. Yep. What are the ones that might have jumped out at you? So, looking at that full list of 10 that you sent me, I chose five that were my favorite. And two, right. two of them overlap with yours. Uh, value excellence. Because I think yep. if you don't have that, then the other nine don't matter. You know, you kind of need mm-hmm. that one as a foundational right. piece. Um, and then the other overlapping one I had was remain committed and focused on what really mm. matters because I think that's the consistency piece that I mentioned yeah. earlier. Um, you know, when you can maintain that commitment and that focus, yeah. that's where those you know natural habits start getting built into place, and that's where the consistency sure. comes from, and and it becomes part of your life. Um, so there were three more that I that I had highlighted on my list. Um, and the first one I'll mention is to display integrity and sound ethics. Yes. Be a person of character. And we talk about character a lot on our podcast. We do. So what, is, what does this one mean to you? Or what do you think about well, this one? Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think that display integrity and sound ethics, be this person of character. It's, 
just be a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, treat everyone you meet with value mm-hmm. or as a person of value. I've used the phrase that I stole from John Maxwell. On a scale of 1 to 10, everybody is a 10. We just don't know what they're a 10 at yet. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, if that's the way you really view people, you will naturally be wanting the best for people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't believe the lies that people say about others. Don't, don't tolerate people saying critical, dismissive things of others. Yeah. Just live above the noise. How's that? Mm-hmm. And, and, and maybe sometimes that's, so that's what it means to me, you know, doing the right thing when nobody's looking, absolutely. Being honest in, in all of your communications. Um, don't spin facts to, to, to lend something to make, to make you look better. Just yeah. be the person you would want to be friends with. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. And I, I think this one really kind of builds on that value excellence piece because, you know, when you're holding yourself to that standard of integrity and sound ethics and strong character, um, you know, there's there's no room for anything else. Right. And that's exactly. kind of one of those building blocks, I think. And the the next one I had on my list, which I've kind of already alluded to, was I said, demonstrate consistency. Um, so that one should come to no surprise that I chose that as, as a... One of my favorites on the list because, again, I think that's what really can can set you apart. You know, that right. can that can take you from ordinary to extraordinary is when, you know, you remain focused and demonstrate that consistency. You will see that improvement over time. So, question for you is, mm-hmm. how do you think people? How do people get the ability to be consistent? How do they get to the ability? Or, or what, what, what mm. causes a person to be? I, I, I think consistency is more of a choice. Um, yeah. I've seen this d- talked about a lot hand-in-hand uh, hand with motivation, right? Like someone will say, like, how, mm-hmm. do you, how do you stay motivated to do X, Y, Z every day or how do you stay motivated to to do this, that, the other thing? And it's really not motivation that keeps us going sometimes, but rather just consistency. And yep. whether that be like a habit or, um, you know, just kind of like a personal promise or an, yeah. an accountability partner. It, yes. It's just kind of um, a little bit different. And I think we all have it. I mean, because we all are consistent. In, right. in things in our lives. We might not be consistent with everything, um, right. but we, we all certainly have that ability. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And I think one of the keys there you talked about, you talked about a promise. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the key for us there is, did we make a promise? Like there's a lot of t- people say, how could I have been so consistent about um, with, with um, writing my posts every week? Mm-hmm. for who knows how many years, right? Many. <laughs> and many, many, since 2016, October 2016. Yes. And the point was, I made a promise to you that I would get it to you. Mm-hmm. And when I made that promise to you that I would get it to you, I'm not going to go against that promise. So I think that helps. If we have that accountability partner, if we have that person that's holding us, you know, that we've made a commitment to, I think that really helps us with our 
consistency. Mm -hmm. Hope that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, And what was your next one? The last one I had highlighted was never stop improving, which I'm shocked was not on your top three. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think, so why is that one, um, why is that one so important? Well, I mean, I think that's kind of the heart of what we're saying today is, you know, it's not being the best or or striving for perfection. It's just about being better than you were yesterday, being better than you were last week, than you were last month, than you were last year. And that's improvement. Right. And to never stop that, to never lose that like hunger or that desire to, to do that you know not settling not settling with ordinary not settling with average yes yeah exactly and and the and it's so easy to continue to improve if just every day you ask yourself what did i learn Mm -hmm. what can i change so that's great and those would have always those also would have been you know my favorites i mean i loved everything on the list and just for our listeners just before we close we'll kind of go through the rest of this list pay attention to detail you know, listen, one of the things I want to do in this year is I want to be a better listener. I want to listen to more details, listen to more facts, listen to things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we already talked about some of these. I just got to make sure I check them off my list. Uh, show genuine respect for others. Mm-hmm. You know, again, this is that thing that, that goes into do I value people? Am I valuing people? That type of thing. Go the second mile. And it's interesting that that comes from the Roman, the time of the, when, when the Roman Empire ruled the world was that any Roman soldier could compel you to carry his armor. And, he, and you had to do it a mile. And if I'm not mistaken, they could compel you to go the second mile. And my point was, go the second mile without being asked. If somebody asks you to do one thing, do just a little bit more. And when you do, you're actually delighting people rather than just satisfying. So again, I think that separates you and makes you, uh, puts you on the path of excellence. And then the last one was always give 100%. And I love the example that I heard from uh, Coach John Wooden where he would have players that just, for whatever reason, you know, they they, uh, broke up with their girlfriend or whatever and they came to practice and they just, they just, it wasn't, they they weren't, they wasn't all there. They just said, Coach, you know, I'll give you 110% next time. And he said, no, you can't. Because he said, there is only 100% that you can give. You can never give more than 100%, but you can give less. And people would say, well, how do I always give 100%? And I think the key there is understand in your day when you're having energy drains. Mm -hmm. And make sure you reserve enough energy for those important times meetings that you need to go to presentations you're going to make for me it's a podcast a class and also when your family gets together when you get home at night don't shortcut your family because if we go back to focusing on really matters if if you don't focus on them you certainly can't live a life of excellence what did we miss well we'll never know what that 11th item was I can actually tell you what the eleventh item was. Um, let's see. I can hold on a second. I'll find it. 
not that far away. The eleventh item was, and the survey says that's from Family Feud. <laughs> Where is the eleventh item? Oh, make excellence a lifestyle. Well, if you're doing all of those things, it is a lifestyle. So mm -hmm. that's why I left it out. Okay. That's what it was. I have no idea what we're talking about next week. I'm sure you'll come up with something. I will. So anything special coming up? No. Winter is always kind of quiet. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, God willing. And, and airplanes fly and COVID stays away. My wife and I are going to go visit her father and sister for the weekend. Oh, so nice. Down in Florida and come back. So we're going down quick. We're coming home quick. Mm -hmm. um, we've got multiple rapid test kits, so we make sure we don't make anybody sick. Mm -hmm. We've been vaccinated and all those good things. So we're good. Hopefully going to be hopefully going to be able to make that trip. Enjoy. So with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was the next page. Mm -hmm.